Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. They were like, he's really having anxiety in the song. Because it opens up at 9 o'clock home alone, right? Fast forward to the second verse. 1010 where you been? Oh gosh. Did you get my message? Like an hour and 10 minutes? I mean, that's when you're sitting at home bored on the couch staring at your phone every 2 minutes. Genuine we got blocked. Yeah. <laughs> hey, it's Dreamery and it's Courtney back again. Yes, welcome back, boo. Thank you. Welcome to another episode of Job Blocks where your group chat girlfriend, career confidants, all of that. And on this episode, we're talking about shedding mm. skins. Summer's coming up, and there's some things we just want to leave behind yes, in ma'am. the doldrums that have been this winter slash spring situation. Yeah. So we're chatting about purging, toxicity, and shining, shining. in the I like summertime. That. I like that. So stay tuned. But first, y'all know we like to start the episode with a clock in. See how we're doing personally and professionally. How mm-hmm. are you, boo? How was the semester? Um, the semester <laughs> is done, which I love and appreciate. Congratulations. Thank you. Another Major. summer of freedom ahead. And then last couple semesters and we're done we're out of here that's awesome how you feeling um i feel great now that that's (laughs) done and out of the way nice but i have noticed that like everything is great Mm -hmm. but you still have like when everything is fine it's like your brain invents things Mm. to be like upset about or like anxious about which is why this episode is really great because it's like i'm walking around like hold up what (laughs) why am i (laughs) You don't have any reason to be thinking like this. Yeah. So, yeah, nip this stuff in the bud, and I guess that's a good thing. When yeah. everything's fine, you can focus on, like, why are you such a problem? <laughs> is this, yourself? like, a New York problem? I feel like I everyone here is, like, so. a hustler, and we feel like we always got to be, like, on. I think so. Yeah. I think New Yorkers are just miserable. Yeah. A <laughs> <laughs> little bit, a little bit. Yeah. What about um, you? I'm good. I'm doing much better. I've been increasingly feeling better mm-hmm. um, over the last couple weeks. And I feel like it has mostly to do with my attitude and just kind of choosing to be better. Nice. A little bit. Yeah. Like a lot of the stuff that was kind of freaking me out was in my head and was kind of self-imposed, yeah. which I know we're going to get the into. The mind is a, Listen. Ooh, a mess. Yeah. Um, but we had the Amped Brunch. Which was amazing. Yeah. So Congrats. I had the pleasure of partnering with Barry, a.k.a. Danielle Sykes from Podcasts in Color. Mm-hmm. She runs a directory for podcasts of people of color. And yes. we did a brunch at Spotify in New York City with some ladies in the industry. Yes. Yeah. Beautiful room to be in. It was really fun. It was great to just connect with people and some listeners. So mm-hmm. thank y'all for coming and showing up. We hope you keep the conversation going. But yeah, that was really fun. Kind of like a good thing, a good project to end the spring off on. Yeah, and it was great to have just this room of women kind of supporting each other at all different stages of their audio journey. Yes. So that was awesome. Yeah, always. (laughs) Well, let's get into the show. Let's do it. (laughs) 
first up is Rants, Raves, and Reviews. And this is the part of the show where we're highlighting the goods, the products, the services, the things that are making our lives better. Yes. Or just ruining, ruining. our mental health. <laughs> <laughs> so, Joy, what are you doing today? I am raving. Great. Keeping it positive. I'm raving about... Um, Apps for meeting fellow biz-minded girlfriends. Okay, so, I like that. You know, the Amped Brunch really reminded me how important it is to connect with people that are kind of like have your hustle mm-hmm. or on the same page, kind of motivate you in that way. Um, and so I'm raving about one particular app, Vina, V-I-N-A. Okay. You know, I thought about it this morning. It's like vagina without the <laughs> A-G. <laughs> Maybe intentional, maybe not. I don't know. But their um, tagline is about empowering women with friendship, content, and community. It is unfortunately exclusively only available for iOS. I think Mm -hmm. they have Android rolling out. But it's kind of cool. I mean, if you like to swipe, you know, maybe direct (laughs) those energies on swiping with other business-minded women. Um, You could do, like, personality quizzes, which I thought were pretty cool. So it's like a Tinder for, like, business slash friends business friends yeah okay i think friendships in general but they have um communities you can opt into that are largely centered around kind of like business things to Mm -hmm. me like you can be like wear a badge that you're an entrepreneur you can wear a badge that you're like a book reader or a fashionista and kind of connect with people that have that same kind of vibe so that's nice you want to break from the creepers listen (laughs) go on over to vena i thought that was pretty cool um, what about you? What are you doing this week? So I'm raving, which is probably going to turn into a rant. So. <laughs> How? Wait. <laughs> okay. Because <laughs> I love this new show I discovered. It's called The Deed. It's on CNBC. The Deed. Okay. Yeah. And it was the, the universe called it to me because I was watching HGTV as I do. <laughs> and I was like, why don't they have a show for like the business side of this? Like, okay, mm. we have the cute little flip. Mm. And we're doing our decor, but, like, how do we get this house? Right. So then scrolling through my on-demand, and I see the show. And so it's there's two, like, super short seasons. One's in Chicago, one's in NOLA. Okay. And these seasoned real estate investors kind of save these newbies that have kind of gotten into sticky situations. Oh, is this reality or, like, it's scripted? Reality. Oh, wow. Yeah, so, I love that. Yeah, so they come in and... It's really interesting because the situations they get into, like these newbie (laughs) investors, like this one girl was like, oh, I've been flipping condos and I decided I wanted to start a subdivision. (laughs) And wonders why she's in debt. And then, (laughs) or like there's people who, uh, the men are crazy. Like more than once (laughs) the men are like, first of all, you have like, these investors that come to save you, they have like millions upon millions upon millions of dollars oh. in real estate. And you got your little two houses talking about, I don't want to feel like I answer to anybody. Oh, and like, gosh. can you take my input? Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> wait, so this is money. different from like million dollar listings in those shows because we're not right. Sell- these are like big time investors, like right. Buying these are properties. people who are like either buying properties to. Sometimes they're from the ground up, sometimes mm. they're renovations, sometimes mm. they're flips, sometimes they're rentals. Oh, that's cool. So it's always real estate projects. And you get to see, like, from the deal you make, yeah. to, like, for financing to, oh, nice. like, the construction and dealing with contractors. Nice. It's really good. Yeah. But it read me a little bit. <laughs> Why? <laughs> because, like, these people are out here just, like, 
one guy was like he didn't know what a balance sheet was, Ugh. which is literally <laughs> just profits and liabilities. Like it is just yeah. two columns. Yeah. And like he's thinking he owns like two hundred thousand dollars in assets a month coming in, and it's like two thousand. Oh my god. And gosh. it's just like. I am not yeah. taking enough risk in yeah. life. You yeah, know? yeah, like, like these people literally don't like even know. <laughs> stepping out, doing Boldly. what they need to do. Yeah, and I'm sitting up at home like, oh, if I did this, maybe I could weigh this. Oh year. gosh, it's like no, that's hilarious. I need to go forth in life because I'm smart. Just do it. Own my intelligence. A little bit. Yeah. Own my badass. Yes. And do some stuff. Yeah, I love it. Because people out here doing the most with the least. Girl, and listen. I, I gotta get it together. <laughs> Confidence so, yes. of a middle aged white man. There you go. All right, Joy, are you ready for this round table? Yes. Okay, so I feel like this, I brought up the idea for this round table. You did. I think, because <clears throat> I have been seeing. And maybe because I've just I've recently come into a happy place. Yeah. That I'm noticing a lot of the anxieties around me. Mm. And even when it comes from me. Yeah. So I just want to help y'all nip this in the bud as well as myself. Because I'm like the other day I ran into a friend. Fears. Like fears. It's been mm-hmm. fears since the day that I met her. Mm-hmm. And she giving me sob stories. And I'm like, girl, <laughs> you're amazing. How is like, this happening? How is this happening? I mean, you know where I'm at right now. I'm sitting here ready to take notes. <laughs> 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 I'm not even going to lie to y'all. Like, this is going to be interesting because, you know, I'm feeling better. But I, uh-huh. I might be one of those people right now. I'm kind of going through a little and bit. And it doesn't so. really help, like, you guys, it's like the rainiest, dreariest day. It is. Ever. It really is. <laughs> I feel like we need, like, a candle and I a glass know. of wine. But we're going to get through it. <laughs> we so, will. I was looking into this phenomena. Okay. And I came across New York Magazine um, late last year came out with this article that was talking about that for 80 years, young Americans have been getting more anxious and more depressed. Mm. So this is just decades upon decades of us increasingly getting more anxious. Mm. And the social psychologist Jean Twinge, I want to say her name is, from San Diego State University, she says that the reason that she found is modern life. There are specific Mm. features about our lifestyles now that lead to this worsening in anxiety. Like what? (laughs) (laughs) So the primary problem is that modern life doesn't give us many opportunities to spend time with people and connect Mm. with them, at least in person, Mm. compared to 80 or 100 years ago. Families are smaller. Divorce rate is higher. People get married later in life. So, and also thinking about, like, yes, we're super connected, but if you think about, like, your Mima on the farm, she was, like, with, she saw people every day. Even if it was just the same five people, she saw them and interacted every day. You know, that's so funny because with social media and, like, our phones and how mobile and digital Mm -hmm. everything is, I wonder, because, like, in my head, I'm like, oh, I've interacted with so many people today. I like this picture on Instagram. I read this (laughs) article. But really, like, no one's picking up the phone and calling right you know i might talk to my family but that's like very limited you right know? like if you go to work and you chit chat with your coworkers, <laughs> but like do, are you having like real mm, connections with people mm. so that's one thing okay 
And then there's also clear evidence that the focus on money, fame, and image, as we were just talking about with social media, has gone up. So there's also Mm. clear evidence that people who focus on those things are more likely to be depressed and anxious. Okay. So her remedy was you need to do a better job of connecting to one another and encouraging yourself to adopt the sorts of goals and outlooks that will make you happy. And I think a lot of times... I've, a lot of what I'm seeing now, and I think maybe it's because we're we're both 29. Yes. A lot of our friends <laughs> are in that same demo. Yes. And the children are struggling mm. with that big 30. Yeah. Now, personally, I'm okay with the 30. Same. Beyonce's in her 30s. Like, she didn't get a good weave okay, until that, 30. Okay, that didn't make me feel better <laughs> out here on child number three balling 1.34 billion combined did not level up to after 30 y'all get your inspo (laughs) inspo, (laughs) well even still i think a lot of the women who i see that and not even necessarily beyonce but at different levels 30 they just seem very comfortable with themselves yes and just came into their own yeah i'm looking forward to my 30s so much but i think the flip side of that is you're saying you look at it as almost like a deadline mm. like what i thought i was going to be doing by 30 versus what i'm actually doing are. yeah and i think sometimes too like the expectations that other people impose on you too mm-hmm. can can factor into that depending on your upbringing and your family like you know i know people whose parents are like very seriously like and where are the grandbabies and right. when are you settling down and you know yeah and i think that applies to careers too like i i have girlfriends who like or like I need to be at a director by thirty. Yeah. I need to be like at this milestone, and so that can cause a lot of anxiety too. Yeah, that's real. And I think I was feeling that too, like before this mm-hmm. new opportunity, like before this much, glow up, before <laughs> this less time. I was very much, but to that's an excellent example because like it flipped in like a day. Yeah, like, <laughs> that's really all it takes. Yeah, and I don't know. It's just very interesting. I mean, do you, do you think that those sort of like timeline imposed pressures, do you think they serve a positive purpose in some capacity mm. just in terms of like, like I think generally having those goals and milestones in and of itself isn't necessarily toxic right. or anxiety inducing. Because like, it can be a motivator. And, and pace you too, like make yeah. sure your actions align with working towards that goal. But I think maybe... And maybe it goes back to that expectation piece of like when you don't achieve that director role or you have not found somebody you want to settle down and build a family, whether mm-hmm. that's your goal, um, then that kind of causes the the pressure. Yeah. And I think it's the unknown also mm. because mm. like if you could see the future and know that, oh, when I'm 32, I meet this person or I get this dream job that yeah. I didn't even think that you that wasn't even on your radar. Yeah. Then you would be cool. That would give you peace of mind. But right now you're 29. You don't know. Yeah, you don't know, <laughs> you don't know what's coming. That's around the river. So, bed. yeah, I think we can't let the unknown, like that mm. scariness, because you could just be, I know you are, like yeah. twisting yourself up for something that could happen, could not happen. Yeah. Like, you yeah. never know. Yeah. Okay, so that's kind of like anxiety, depression around timing. Yeah. What are some other ways that, like, toxic kind of anxiety-inducing things you've seen that, you know, hmm. kind of are getting to us? I know for me, um, 
we talked a little bit about expectations. Mm -hmm. I think that's a big struggle for me and kind of when I think about like when I'm most stressed and kind of dealing with anxiety, it's really around managing up to what I would say inner expectations that I kind of imposed on myself. Mm. So candid examples are like, I don't know, like having this podcast, uh-huh. having a timeline in my head of like when I want to get a new job, um, having goals in my head around like, oh, like like even with the brunch, for instance, like okay. taking that on, that planning and organizing of that event, taking on like, oh, I want to start of like get my job search going and land a new opportunity this year. Um, taking on the podcast and then also like family obligations and being Mm -hmm. present there like a lot of times I think I impose those expectations on myself because it's like who whose timeline is that yeah like who made up but you know what I'm hearing what that is it sounds like it's an issue of control Mm. it sounds like it's upsetting that you can't control the timing of something that's happened or you can't control how something evolves. Huh. Maybe. Yeah. 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 Because I mean, if, I feel like every, if you feel like you have a handle on everything yeah. else, so when this thing does, you're like, well, let me try this to get control. Yeah. Let me try that to yeah. get control. Of it. Wow. I Why never is you under my that. control? Okay. Listen. <laughs> <laughs> we need some wine. <laughs> right. Where's the wine? Um, wow. Yeah. No, that, I mean, yeah, you know me. Like, I, I like yes, I like to have things. <laughs> she has we have documents and yes. file folders, and I do like to have a sense of all of these things. That's probably very real. I mean, my other thing too is like I find like I will I'll procrastinate on some things mm-hmm. that I know I need to do. So like in those specific examples, for instance, with the job search, I have not revamped my resume because I don't know. Like I'm kind of resisting. I'm like, I know I want to get out there and find a new mm-hmm. opportunity, but I'm also kind of like resisting that internal pressure. So you to trying do to control it. against <laughs> your own self. You're in a battle against self. Because <laughs> what, what was that test you took? And it was like you were the rebel. Belt. Yes, the that's the Gretchen rebel. Rubin four tendencies. Yes, yes. Rebels fight inner and outer expectations, and that is me to the T. It's right. like I don't want nobody else putting it on me, you and like I won't even self, put it on I have myself. Yes. Good day. No, you're right. Yeah, that's real. You're right. And I think the flip side of that is like we don't have control over anything. Yeah. So yeah. it's like why are we getting anxious about that? Yeah, I know. I know. So what I think I struggle with is just behaviors that I don't know, behaviors I feel like I fix and addressed, mm. but then they come back. And it's like it's Behaviors a constant in yourself? process. Yeah. Okay. Just like self-talk and thoughts. Mm. I know we talked about that you had a good chat um, with someone about f- high-functioning depression. Yes. And like you're kind of getting things done yeah. and despite how you're feeling. Yeah, yeah. It might not look like, you know, you can't get out of bed and some of those more obvious signs of depression, like you're not eating, you're not sleeping. Like, there are a lot of people walking around in New right. York City and beyond. For sure. Getting For sure. stuff done. You're working, you're operating, you're yeah. present. But Yeah, and I feel like that's something I've struggled with in the past. And mm-hmm. I feel like I've gotten it together and overcome. But when it, like, rears its head, it's mm. just so disheartening. Yeah. Because you're like, oh, I thought I dealt with this. Like, I thought 
I just, I got my affirmations. Huh. I did my, like, breathing. And <laughs> I just got a handle on this. And for it to just, like, come up again. Yeah. It's just like, shall we going to be dealing with this forever? I mean, I'm going to flip the control script back on you then. Okay. Because is All that, right. I mean, because you have dealt with something doesn't, take it away forever right, right. like or, or it's it's this process of like kind of always evolving and growing That's and true. i think maybe process. an element of like control is wanting to know that I nipped that in the bud and we're, mm-hmm. we close that chapter, but that's not the way life works. <laughs> yeah. You know, life. Yeah, respecting the process. Yeah. And it was so interesting. I was talking to someone at the Ant Brunch about enjoying or not even, because like who can enjoy the process of depression? <laughs> yeah. But like not being so fixated on the end goal because mm. life is a journey. Yeah. To be cliche. Yeah. But that's what it's about. It's about being in the moment and dealing with things day by day. And yeah. you're still caught up in like, okay, I finished this, and I'm going to go into this. And I yeah. this, and I'm going to this. So to your point, it's like when something comes back up that you thought you dealt with, it's like, hold up. Yeah. I'm, I'm we up closed here. that. We I'm were done with now. that. Yeah. 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 So, whew. Yeah. Um, but you touched on this, like the behaviors in self that you don't mm-hmm. like. Um, I think – I think depending, I mean, your example has more to do with just like kind of dealing and coping with things as they come up. But there are also like very real instances of kind of like self-hate sometimes Mm. if there are, you know, things in yourself that you really kind of resent and don't like. I don't know. Maybe you're just like kind of like always have been really passive and, uh, mm-hmm. you know, I don't know. You just have – you've never been the person in the room that has the loudest voice. Like mm-hmm. you look around you and you see people who seem more confident and like speak up and that's never been you. And um, I think a lot of times when you have things like that that you um, aren't comfortable with in yourself, you can start to project and be miserable and like – put that energy onto others mm-hmm. because of your discomfort in yourself. Yeah. And I think that gets into, like, dangerous, t- dangerous territory. Yeah, for sure. Because I think that's one thing I also do try is to be nicer to myself. Yeah. Like, give yourself a break. Yeah. <laughs> and I think I read somewhere with someone, like, treat yourself. Like, how would you treat a child yeah. that's dealing with issues? Like, you wouldn't beat the child up about yeah. the situation. Like, you should be tender with yourself. Yourself, yeah. We're all learning. We're all growing. We're mm-hmm. all trying to get it together. Yeah. Yeah. But you know what? Let's turn the mirror. Okay. <laughs> y'all not about to have me. <laughs> Although I probably need a therapist, y'all aren't it. So. Me too. Listen, we're somebody DM tweet me. <laughs> where do I find one? It's time. It's about that time. You know, it's probably a good idea to take stock. Yes. See, like, how how much did I mess myself up? Like, did I bring, it <laughs> did I bring myself to a good place from childhood? Are we good? I need an outside opinion. <laughs> 
I think the people and the connections that you make also have a big impact. Yes. Um, on your mental health. Oh, yes. We People don't talk about this enough. What's, like, the your maybe top pet peeve or like the people that you see it could be like mm-hmm. people you see with your friends mm. that you look at relationships and you're like oh girl get rid of it mm. yeah I mean one thing that like I consciously switched up which you know some of my closest friends have told me like they noticed I started doing this was um, scaling back on like complaining mm. about just you know it's gossiping it's like you know, it's talking-ish. It's just, like, complaining in general about other people, about what's going on, about who did what and what somebody said. Um, And I, you know, one of my very good friends, one of my best friends, she'll tell you, like, in college, we would kiki up a storm talking about other people. Oh, my God, that's amazing, yes. (laughs) Like, would always, like, that was kind of, like, what our primary form of connection was. Mm -hmm. And we actually, we started complaining about a mutual friend who would always come to us with drama. (laughs) And then we recognized, like, yeah, she's the type of person that the only time she wants to talk is when she got drama or wants to know about drama Mm -hmm. or somebody else. And we started to recognize, like, She's coming to us because we are entertaining that type yeah. of dialogue. Yeah. And so I made a conscious effort back then, I remember, to just be like, mm, I'm not really interested in talking about that anymore. Like, you know, like just not engaging yeah, that's in general. Yeah, I've I remember doing something very similar. Just because being the shade, listen. Shay. <laughs> we the all love it. The shade is entertaining. It's fun. I love a great turn of phrase. Yes. But at a certain point, like, it does get toxic. It gets, and it gets into, it gets under the underbellies of your spirit. It really does. It seeps in. Yeah, and I find myself just, like, being shady. Like, (laughs) that's my first response. It's like, why am I coming from this place? And, like, as a person who, like, creates things and makes things, I think about, like, I don't want somebody to receive, like, the stuff I do. Yeah. And the first thing you have something is something smart to say. Yeah. But it's interesting very similar to you as well as like then you realize that you have these relationships that are like based off mm-hmm. of like this sh- being shady yes. and like and all of a sudden when you're trying to flip that yeah then it's like either you that person could come along with you and like catch that you're not as into it yeah. or like you may have to like distance Fall, and right. I have had to distance yep. myself from people who are just like everything can't be like talking about some dragon yeah somebody down. exactly like, exactly so, and I mean, you know, like that's, and we'll talk about it later, but that's also just, like you said, putting the mirror back on yourself and recognizing, like, what about me is attracting mm, this energy, too? Because real. I think we're so quick to be like, well, you need to stop and they need to stop. But, like, what are you doing that's right. allowing people to entertain that kind of dialogue with you? So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's me. What about you? Um, I would say, you know, I'm the queen of the cutoff. Mm. I will, and I, I, maybe it's because I'm a camp. <laughs> but like since a child like if we fall out and I don't feel like there's redeeming qualities like you you're n- done it'll be like you never existed really I was so shady <laughs> like in <laughs> high school I'm sure listen if I ever get famous y'all don't come out the woodwork y'all just keep these stories keep your mouth shut <laughs> but y'all I would like have friends and I'd be like look right past them like mm. so uh, excuse me can I have a pen what? please <laughs> The one behind you, behind you. (laughs) But, I mean, and there's there's negatives to that approach to life as well. (laughs) But I feel like I've always recognized that, like, if someone is, like, 
once I see that you're not returning mm. the energy, because I feel like relationships mm. are an exchange. And if it's like, if you're not giving the same energy that I'm giving, mm. then what are we doing mm. here? And I feel like some people are very much vampires. Yes. They, they just take suck and they the take life and they out take. of you. Yeah. And especially if you, and I think sometimes they kind of seek you out. Like if you're a yeah. giving person, yeah. if you're like, I think... Like, I'm a very chill person, so mm, the fact that I'm not going to get that, yeah. blow up at you, yeah. you think that, like, oh, it's a free-for-all. Yeah. And it's not. <laughs> yes. Got it twisted, boo-boo. Got it yeah. twisted. Yeah, and I think a lot of times we get caught up, especially as women, like, being compassionate and yeah. wanting to be there for someone. Yeah. But if, like, every time you talk to somebody, you just, like, got to take a deep breath. Yeah. And you just deplete it. Yeah. That's the issue. Yeah, and I think a lot of times we struggle with accepting that we're feeling, that someone is depleting us. Because you want to stick around because, oh, I don't know, maybe they're going through something with their family or a significant other and you want to be a good friend. Mm -hmm. But I think you have to be cognizant of, like, what those interactions are doing to you yes. and for you. And, like, just, you know... There's nothing wrong with feel like recognizing that this interaction drains me, mm -hmm. even if the other party's not trying to do that and has no malicious intent. That's right. just what's happening, and you have yeah. to take care of yourself. You have the right to. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Everyone in the world has gone to bed one night or another with fear or pain or loss or disappointment, and yet each of us has awakened, arisen, uh, somehow made our ablution, seen other human beings, and said, morning, how are you? Fine, thanks, in you? It's amazing. Wherever that abides in the human being, there is the nobleness of the human spirit. Despite it all, black and white, Asian, Spanish, Native American, pretty, plain, thin, fat, vowed or celibate, we rise. All right, yes, Miss Maya. I think the takeaway from that is that, like, you got to get up and get on with your day. Like, yeah, yeah. life is hard, but if you got up yes. and you're here, you're already winning. Pat yourself on the back. Listen. Because that's more than some people do. Mm -hmm. So, we're living. But more than living, we're thriving. We're flourishing. That's how we're going to. Flourishing. Summer. That's how we're going to. Summer 17. Summer. <laughs> you know, summer is my season. Me too. Yes. I rejuvenated. I set, I always set New Year's resolutions in the summertime. Really? New Year's is not my time. Summer is when I'm like, yes, I these are my goals. I have to steal that. Mm -hmm. I love that. Yeah. All right. So how are we getting our mind right? Okay. I like what you said earlier about identifying your triggers. Yes, that's important. Know yourself. Yes, know thyself. Young Aubrey says. It's okay. It's okay. Accept who you are. Accept that, you know, it is what it is. Like, this thing sets me off. Yeah. I don't know why. You don't need to know why. You just know it does. <laughs> right. And it's okay <laughs> that it sets you yes. off. Yes. And I think that's a lot of the first step of just kind of alleviating some of that beating yourself up and mm -hmm. forcing yourself into situations that you want to be in mm -hmm. or even kind of catching yourself because mm -hmm. you could just be like standing there about to have a panic attack and you're like hold up yeah oh i know what this is yeah i mean we've talked about this what like a year or two ago i know my triggers when it comes to like social media mm. and god is working on us but like 
you know, I could be following someone that is doing it, killing it. And for whatever reason, I see their photo and I'm just like, <laughs> oh, she gets on my nerves. And I have to unfollow. Yeah. And I just know that about myself because I'm not in a place yet <laughs> where I could be positive and happy for everybody. So, yeah. like, let me remove that. Let me work I on like what that. it is about myself that's setting me off mm-hmm. and, you know, do what you got to do. Yeah, I feel that. Part of knowing yourself, I think, is the next step from that is kind of flipping that script or whatever the internal script is Mm -hmm. that you're allowing yourself to fall into. Once you catch yourself, it's like, okay, how can I respond differently Mm. to this? Mm. And my life coach, RuPaul, (laughs) (laughs) frequently, he talks about his his inner saboteur, Mm -hmm. which is that voice that kind of has that negative Mm. um, intention. Mm. And knowing that, like, okay, that's not me. Mm. Like, I'm hearing this voice in my head, but that's not me. That's Devil somebody else. And so I think he, like, named that inner voice. I oh, forgot. really? But I think that is a great um, strategy. It's yes. saying, like, kind of separating that negativity from yourself. Yeah. Like, even though it might feel overwhelming just to say, hold up. Okay. Like, you shut up well right. enough. <laughs> <laughs> you shut your face. <laughs> Yes, bring it down. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I I like like that. I like mm -hmm, that. mm -hmm. You also got to, you really just also have to take care of yourself. Like, first and foremost. No rupology. Listen. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Girl, we got to wean you off. I know. (laughs) Joy came over to my house the other day, and my boyfriend was so upset about Drag Race coming on. It's my self-care. There you go. Okay. We can't take that from you. Can't take it away from me. We can't take it. Whatever your self-care is, RuPaul or other, (laughs) find it, savor it, enjoy it. But take care of yourself. I mean, Mm -hmm. eat right. Get your rest, sleep. Like, a lot of times when you're not doing those basic things and taking care of your body and your mind, like, that's gonna, that's only gonna contribute to the anxiety and kind of the depression as well. So, right. You gotta get up, you gotta eat right. Yeah. And I think it's carving out time mm-hmm. to do that. And, mm. And more than just taking care of yourself, like doing things that you enjoy. Mm. Like I know we get New Yorkers. We started a conversation. <laughs> we're miserable. We need to make time to yeah. for things that like bring us joy. Yeah, absolutely. I was listening to um, another podcast when I nerd out sometimes, Hidden Brain. Um, and they talk about, it's like the, I was a psychology minor. So it talks <laughs> about like scientific psychology, mm-hmm. but through stories. Okay. And this one lady was said, it was like a weird episode, so don't even bother listening to it. But <laughs> I love this quote that she said. She said, we're in a sweet spot. We're not dead, and there's still hope. Mm. And that sounds like really a lot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but when you think about it, like, what more can you yeah. ask for? Like, you're alive, yes, and you're not... Whatever the situation is, yeah, you can turn it around. Like exactly. it's not set in stone. Exactly. And I think if we bring that to our mindset, whatever the situation is, like yeah, every day is a reframe new opportunity, it. fresh slate. Um, you know, you touched on this too, but it's also getting that circle right. Mm-hmm. Like get the people around you if you need to do some cutting out the weeds and trimming and getting that negative energy out, do it, do what you gotta do. Um, if you're struggling to find positive people, be a positive person. Like, yes. you know, your energy attracts your tribe. Yeah, so. you want a friend, be a friend. Yeah. Hallelujah. I mean, some people you can't completely cut out, like your family, like your family. Yeah. Your family. <laughs> <laughs> but, but being cognizant of like how you allocate that time. Mm. like. 
if you have like and you know people go through it like people have ups and downs yeah so I feel like making sure that you're if you were being a resource for someone to pull from making sure you also have people in your circle that you can pull yeah. from or people that it's just like you know we both happy right now yeah. so we yeah. can <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> do more together. Yeah. So I think being re- back to energy, like making sure like that energy is balanced all over. Yeah. Every direction. Yes, ma'am. Okay. So I want to do like actionable things because like sometimes we do our job box takeaways. So like, what are some like off the philosophicalness? Like, okay. That's not a word. Whatever. <laughs> But <laughs> what are, like, concrete things to do yes. to, like, boost your mood, boost the positivity? Listen, some people are not into it, but I love I think you told me about this. Just start your day with some positive self-talk, some affirmation. You came around an affirmation? I, I, I don't like to call them that, but <laughs> yes. Like, whether it's, like, listen, I slay, I'm going to kill this day like not literally but you know like this day is mine I look great like those things just are so good for the mood and y'all know like I'll send it to the group chat too like mama's (laughs) killing it today yeah so yes positive self-talk just keep reinforcing the more you say it the more you believe it Mm -hmm. and you know starting my day with a great playlist Mm. has boosted my mornings yes. exponentially. Yes, yes. Because I don't be wanting to get up. Listen. Even when you love your job, it's just like, whoo, Thursday? By Wednesday? Yeah. It's a wrap. Yeah. <laughs> um, I would say also something technical you could do, putting guardrails around, you know, all of that, the social media exposure and all of that. Like, I love Do Not Disturb. She yes. has a friend now. Like, just saying, like, this is my time to be on Instagram, yeah. and this is my time to take calls, and this is the time that I don't. Like, just taking and some of that control back. Exactly. Because people think you're supposed to always be on. Just because I received the text. Exactly. Don't mean I got to answer right. right now. There you so, go. Yeah, praise God for that. Uh, we talked a little bit about self-care, eating better, working out, getting mm-hmm. your sleep. You know, if you find that anxiety is hitting, like, no doctors here, but... Lately, I've just been breathing, like mm-hmm. taking a really deep breath. I remember a couple of weeks ago, I was on a very long flight um, connecting through Istanbul with all of the oh, electronics yeah, yeah. band stuff. And I just had like this wave of like, like kind of like a panic attack come over me. Mm. And I, was, I don't know what triggered it. It was just like a number of things. And I think like not being in control on the flight yeah. and like being over it. And I just had to, like, close my eyes and do, like, a deep inhale for 10 seconds and a deep exhale. Did that a couple of times. And I just instantly felt more relaxed Mm -hmm. and just, like, went to sleep. You know what I mean? So sometimes it hits. You you know, you don't know why. You don't know where. But just breathe. Like, breathing, mindfulness, those are awesome ways to just kind of calm your mind. Yeah. And get support. Like, we need to reach out. Yeah. (laughs) Don't just sit there and stare. <laughs> like, That's get real. it. I would also like to close this conversation by formally apologizing to Beyonce Giselle Knows Carter because <laughs> I Googled and your weed was on point, girl, when you were 30. So I can't even come for you. I'm, I'm sorry, girl. Beehive back down. <laughs> Right, we have cleansed, we purged, purged. shedded, yes, ready, yes, 
to being adults. Yeah. Segway. So, <laughs> clever, clever. Yes. Our next segment is adulting, where we share like how we're being a fully functional adult, contributing to society. Yes. Joy, you're up. I am. And, you know, we're going to stay in line with the theme, what we've been talking about today. And I just want to encourage all of you, my brethren, <laughs> my brothers, and my sisters. Yes, Sermon Voice. To just. You know, start to just own your role, take ownership of your actions, take responsibility Mm -hmm. for your interactions. Um, I think a lot of times it's easy to assume kind of like a victim mentality. Mm -hmm. Um, And that is one where, you know, you take on a personality trait where you recognize yourself as the victim of other people's actions other people's wrongdoing to you, um, you're always kind of like in this position where like it happened to you, yeah, right? And you know, that's not to invalidate, is that a word? (laughs) That's not to like, it's not to invalidate the fact that real things do happen to people when you are actually a victim. It's just taking ownership and kind of taking that power back Mm -hmm. and choosing not to live in that victim mentality and instead choosing to control the one thing you can control which is your attitude and your actions, yourself, right? So, you know, ask yourself in situations where, um, you know, maybe you did play a role in that outcome. Just ask yourself, like, is there something I could have done here differently? Mm -hmm. Um, You know, you have a boss that you're not getting along with, you have coworkers that don't like you, or, you know, you're, you are, are not performing well, whatever the case is. Like, what role did you play in it? Mm-hmm. It's not just that so-and-so don't like me and, you know, they turned up on me and that's why my performance review came back negatively. But what what role did you play? And yeah. then also ask yourself, like, what could I have done differently here? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, even if it wasn't a role, is there a way I could have reacted differently? Yeah. Is there a way I could have been more proactive instead of letting things happen to me? Should I have taken control of something at a a certain point and stepped up? Um, And, you know, there's a lot on this. Like, I'm not going to go on and on, but there's a Harvard Business Review article that talks about recognizing the difference between fault and responsibility. So it doesn't matter whose fault it was. It's not Mm -hmm. about pointing the finger. Just take responsibility. Yeah. Yeah. And I find that, you know, Courtney Life Review, (laughs) that when you don't, the same issue keeps coming up. Like, I feel mm. like life keeps putting me in the same situation until I take ownership and start acting differently. Yeah. So if you want to get it over with. Listen. <laughs> listen. We leaving the blame game behind taking ownership this year. Yes. You know, we got a little Ianla up in here today, but we hope that you enjoyed the episode. Uh, Yeah, go into the summer lighter. Listen, listen. Thank you as always for tuning in. You can hit us up all over the web at joblogs or joblogs.com. And as always, you want to hear from you. So if you have questions, uh, that you want to share, you want to, you know, objective opinion, mm-hmm. we got your back. Submit your question to us anytime at joblogs.com slash askjoblogs or ring us up at 929-324-1090. Yes. And if you like the show, don't forget to leave us a rating and a review on iTunes. We love hearing from you guys. So thank you if you have already. See you next time. Bye. Bye.
Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.